it is I, your host, Dharma, also known as The Entertainer, and welcome my guys, gals, and non-binary pals, also known as The Magic Pants Collective. Yes, that's what I'm calling it, because we are fun here, because rainbows are amazing. Now, bring your rainbow butts over here, because we are talking about write what you want to read, draw what you want to see. Here we talk about professional writing and professional digital art, all the tips, tricks, what not to do's, and everything in between about these two creative subjects. And we also talk about a few other things here as well, including, you know, business and how I'm doing personally, and my thoughts just on all sorts of different things and cool stuff. So welcome, and I hope you join the Magic Pants Collective today. Rainbows out! Hello, it is I, your favorite neighborhood lesbian, and welcome back again today, folks. And today we're going to be doing yet another trope talk, where we're going to talk about the trope of, yeah, I'm fine. No, I am really not. So, this trope, as the title uh, suggests, is when a character acts like they're fine, but in reality, they very much aren't. Now, this can be to due to a lot of reasons um, why they actually don't feel fine. You know, maybe they were cursed, or, you know, maybe there was a problem that um, they had gone on to quote-unquote solve the episode before, if this is in a TV show, but didn't actually solve for whatever reason. But not for a lack of trying, and now the person feels like they have to cover it up because they just went through all of that effort to solve this problem, and it didn't work. Um, another thing is it could be um, perhaps the villain messing with this character's head. Perhaps the villain or one of the villains has the ability to speak into somebody's mind or to mess with their head or even just cause hallucinations or things like that. There are usually um, villains who um, specialize in just messing with people's heads, so that could be it also. Um, but for whatever the reason, um, this character does not feel right. Now, also, why exactly would they lie about this? Well, like I said before, for one thing, maybe they spent some time to try and solve this problem, but in the end, uh, maybe it seemed like it got solved, or because of all the effort they went through either way, they decided to try and act as if the problem is solved. Um, there are also other reasons, like for example, the character may feel like they have to carry this burden alone, or maybe they're coming up with their own plans or formulating their own um, formulas in order to try and fix this, you know, thinking that this needs to be a solo mission just for themselves. Maybe they don't exactly trust their other team members uh, in addition to this. So, yet again, they just swear themselves to secrecy every night as they try and look up um, the symptoms to whatever it is that they have and try and fix it. Um, and there's also a few different things that could be plaguing them as well. Like I said um, earlier, it could be a curse. It could also be superpowers. Some some shows and movies have superpowers with 
drawbacks um, to them. Like, for example, um, um, when it comes to The Flash, across many iterations, it has been said that um, he needs to have a very, 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 very high caloric intake in order to go that fast. Otherwise, he ain't going anywhere, at least not for long periods of time. Um, so, yeah. There also could be some sort of mystical object that's messing with them. Like, for example, um, the team is staying in a facility designed to not only hold them, but hold some mysterious artifacts so they can keep it away from the villains the best they can until they either collect all of the artifacts and reunite them or um, have all of the artifacts in order to destroy them. Either way, um, they need to collect these artifacts, and maybe they're evil by nature, or maybe they're cursed, or maybe they just like messing with people. Maybe they're haunted and the ghosts really like messing with people. Um, whichever direction this takes, you know, maybe, maybe in the case of the haunting, maybe it's making this person feel cold or sick, or, um, they're starting to see things, you know, like I said, they could- some of the side effects could be like they're hallucinating or, you know, maybe they have a bloody nose or, you know, they find themselves sleepwalking to very far places where they then need to be picked up. <laughs> you know, all sorts of things can happen when it comes to this. This is yet again another, uh, another wide trope that really encompasses a lot of other tropes as well and has a lot of variables related to other tropes. But, yeah. Especially in the case of sickness, the character will try and hide their sickness in some way. Obviously, they'll be a little worse for wear and a little weaker in battle and things, but maybe, you know, maybe the team members are discounting this as them having an off day, or maybe they're all suspect suspecting that this character was lying about how fine they were things like that um, as well, or maybe they need this person to come with them for whatever reason, like they found out that this person's like really badly sick, um, maybe they're loopy, maybe they're really out of it and acting real goofy, but they have to take this person with them to go get the cure to them as quickly as possible, because if they were to go get the cure themselves and then come back to the person, it might be too late. Um, you know, they might stay goofy forever, or they could turn into some sort of creature. Um, whatever the side effects are of leaving them sick for too long, basically. So yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of different ways that you can go about it. And then the aftermath, the aftermath also depends upon the other characters as well. Um, you know, what they're like as people, and how they would handle a character being sick or cursed. It also depends on how long the person's been lying for, like, for example, um, there are certain shows where, um, the character's been lying for a really long time, um, there are also examples of, um, um, the severity of the lie, you know, like, what if this, you know, the, the curse could range from them, um, having weird night terrors that are causing them to not sleep very well, which is very bad, but not as bad as the other end of the scale, 
where um, where this character is actually getting up like five minutes after they go to bed and becoming like one of the more notorious supervillains of the entire planet, you know. Having this whole Jekyll and Hyde thing, except Hyde doesn't know about Jekyll. So, yeah, it's it's one of those things where there's a lot of different ways to go about it. And, it, and especially when it comes to um, how it is dealt with, it depends on what exactly cures this, if there even is a cure, and, um, you know, it also depends upon the genre and setting. Like, for example, if it's a zombie apocalypse... Most likely, the quote, uh, the curse that is upon this character is them being bitten, and the only real great thing you can do is either um, sever the limb if it was a limb, or make your peace and say your goodbyes. Like, unless they're about to get the cure, and like they're actually gonna get the cure, like they actually they actually know where the cure is, or they're actually making the cure. Not just, oh, well, we heard about this scientist dude who may or may not have survived the nuclear blast and um, may or may not actually be working on a cure. But, you know, we could ask him for help, you know, unless they're actually on the cusp of something. Like, it's best to just, you know, say your peace and goodbyes because, like, so, it also depends on the setting as well, and the story, um, at least in that respect. And like I said, when it comes to the team members, um, it really depends. Most of the time, though, the team members are going to care enough to try and find a cure, or just generally help the person. You know, depending on what, it, what exactly it is, either they'll be able to whip us something to suppress, like, the evil side, if, like, they have a... Uh, they have an evil side that keeps popping out or they might just um, they might have to put them in like a cell or like a science tube um, or something for the meantime you know maybe the evil side of them is starting to take over fully so now they're really pressed for time um, you know Maybe this is quote-unquote destiny or inevitable, and they're either going to try and fight that or just take the time now to mourn the loss of their friend. Um, these things also depend upon the importance of the character as well um, and what role they played previously. If it's the protagonist or the deuteragonist even, it's most likely that um, in the event of this situation, at some point they're going to be saved. It's not guaranteed, though, because there are some stories with unhappy endings. Um, but usually when it comes to um, the protagonist and the deuteragonist, um, usually they're saved. Um, the deuteragonist, though, has a little bit less of a chance. I'd say for the protagonist, it's like a 75% chance, and the deuteragonist, it's like a 50% chance. Because... Um, there's a lot of fiction that loves to have two best friends or two rivals turned friends and have one of them um, become part of the dark side slash go back to the dark side and things like that. So, yeah, there's a lot of... I'm, I'm personally guilty of this too, but yet again, usually they're saved in the end. Usually. But yeah, um, whereas when it comes to more side characters and below... And I mean, like, my main side characters and below. 
Um, this is where things can um, get kind of sketchy. Um, um, it honestly just depends. Um, it depends on, you know, what their personalities are. Would they be likely to get a curse like this? Like, you know, um, it's more likely for, you know, hothead Jimmy to go out and touch some magical cursed object without considering the consequences than calm and reserved Jenny would. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. Whereas I feel like when it comes to most protagonist and or deuteragonist characters, um, depending yet again upon the genre, it kind of feels inevitable that something like this would happen, especially with more modern shows and stuff. Um, it feels like this becomes more and more common of a trope of the, yeah, I'm fine, no, I'm really not. Um, yet again, of course, it depends upon the genre and it depends upon other factors within the show and its inner workings itself as well. Um, but yeah. So, anyways, if you like me and you want to see and hear more from me, go ahead and check out the links in the podcast episode description down below. Uh, or keep listening here, or both. Either way, you're going to help me out a ton, and I will be seeing you all in the next one.